Good morning on this Monday. Okay, I got to look it up. August the 3rd. Yeah, I am known for uh, <laughs> getting the wrong date on occasion. I'm right this time. Got a little interesting little tidbit study. It should be short. Could be long, but I'm going to try and make it short. <clears throat> when we come to surrender of the Lord Jesus... We have to go through refiner's fire. Everybody does. Every believer. If you say, well, I've never been through that, uh, you may want to get along with God in your Bible and have the Lord check your heart because you may not be His because all believers go through this. He tests us. He refines us as gold and silver is. Just kind of looked it up to confirm it. Gold and silver both come from deep inside, either a mountain or in the ground. Uh... They were mined. Uh, to do a little quick study of that one, um, mining gold or silver, first you gotta know what you're looking for. Uh, two, when you're going in there, you gotta carry a shovel and a pick. Uh, back then they used dynamite on occasion to get in the hole, but then they can only do a section of a time around the whole cave would as they dug it would cave back in on them uh, you have to break it apart you have to break separate it from the dirt and the rock now obviously the dirt you just use a shovel a little bit and you dig it out but then you gotta take out the dirt and toss it outside the mine uh, when Jesus comes when we think of the way Jesus works when we are legitimately born again saved the whole Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, come and take up residence in their new temple, the one that they made. No human-made, mankind, humankind-made uh, temple can ever contain God and will never please God. He is not pleased or is amazed. Uh, maybe the please is not the right word. Um... He is not contented with just going into a building every week. The building he he wants, he owns, is what he paid for on the cross. And he has, as now the new owner uh, of it, when we fully surrender everything, starting with ourselves and every single possession, in which case we give him the title. He becomes the possessor. He becomes the owner. We just become stewards and managers. That's all we are. We are a true child of God. A true son or daughter of God is not an owner of anything any longer. God can take it and give it away as he sees fit when it starts when what we are managing, what we once owned, become an idol, God will remove it. So, a little related, but said rabbit trail there. Dang, I can't guarantee this won't be the last one. We'll be finding fire versus something like Proverbs 17.3. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. This one's kind of a warning sign to the prophet Jeremiah over in <clears throat> chapter 6 initially I was just gotta find the verse again my finger was on the right page just the wrong side uh, he 
he was oh, I'm gonna go back a little bit further before I get to it verse 28 actually all of them are stubbly this is God talking about uh, through and to Jeremiah his people Israel another time when they went rebellious going about us they're stubbornly rebellious going about as talebearer that's a gossip by the way they are bronze and iron that's not a good thing those two ores are nothing to God they all of them are corrupt that's the way we all are before Jesus Christ there is none of us righteous now we will never be righteous there no human being other than Jesus Christ who was fully human and and fully God during those 33 years was the only perfect one um, and it's his righteousness that we reside and go in every day the bellows blow fiercely when you're uh, stoking a fire back then now you just light a pilot light if it's natural gas uh, or turn on and hopefully the electricity works if it's electric and things of that nature back then fires were started with a blowing on the uh, a small little flame. That's all it starts. Jesus comes in. He'll, he, he lights a little flame. That's when he's going to do his refining work in us. And the more he blows on it, the bigger the fire becomes. The lead is consumed by fire. In vain the refining goes on. But the wicked are not separated. The wicked are the lost. Before Jesus Christ, even those that go to church, maybe say a little prayer to a uh, dead person uh, thinking that prayer works uh, it don't that don't get you to heaven unless you surrender repent surrender and confess and believe in the name of Jesus Christ period he is the only way if uh, people call a believer narrow minded why are we so stupid so foolish to get mad we should automatically blow their mind by saying thank you that was a compliment. I didn't mean it like that. I know that, but it actually is a compliment because we are on the narrow path. If, if you see that, then obviously I'm, you're reminding me that I'm on the narrow path. Uh, and that's the place you want to be. But uh, that's a little encouraging reminder there. Uh, but then the wicked, like I said, Jesus ain't going to be able to refine a wicked person. First, he's got to come in and break. In order to get that gold and that silver out of that mine, in order to get the ugly, dirt-covered, rock-covered, the treasure, the silver and gold, out of us to refine us, we have to be broken. Just as that silver and that gold in that mine has to be broke away from that mountain, broke away from that stronghold. Ooh, that's just coming to me right now. Uh, it has to be picked, broken. Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is a double-edged sword. Let me read the exact verse. I don't like to make a mistake here. No, I don't use cheat sheets. I'm a real man. I'll die go straight to the verse. <laughs> just kidding okay if you got cheese he's nothing wrong with it for the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrows and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart God knows what our motivation is we can say well I meant it for good well not really but he'll correct us when he's not verse number 30 back to Jeremiah 
they call them rejected silver because the Lord has rejected them. When we go through trials of fire, so if you're not going through a trial of fire, we should constantly be at least going through it. He'll give us a rest, obviously. Uh, it's just like some minds, you can only get so much out of it, and then you just got to leave and either start a new tunnel or go to a different area. Eventually, you're going to... The old miners from back in the, uh, what was that, 19th century, I think? Uh, no, that was before my time, guys. I'm not that old. Some of y'all may think so. Sometimes I may think so. Uh, but we're not that old. You gotta, gotta be refined. Again, it involves a brokenness. If you haven't been totally, absolutely broken up, and guess what? Sometimes God has to use his dynamite. Now, that ain't gonna blow the whole party because God's dynamite is different than putting C4. Uh, a little bit of C4 and you use too much, you know, blow a half a city block. Don't do that. I wouldn't even use it there. Let the professionals do it. Um, and even then, if they use too much dynamite in those mines, that blew the whole mine up and killed every single miner in there. And the tunnel usually got collapsed saying, well, that one didn't work. They had to put the right amount. Back then, it was sticks of dynamite. They had to put the right number of sticks they had to use the right size wick, I think it was called, string, whatever it was. And they had to give themselves enough time to back up. And they had to put it in the right spot, too high or too low. It could cause that entire mountain, which is above them, to collapse. And AKA, that silver is buried, you know, that gold is buried again, whatever they're mining for. So again, what is the Lord trying to refine out of you he has to remove everything that's led hay silver stubble it's like when christians will stand before the judgment seat of god as second corinthians 5 10 reminds us or it's even in first corinthians 3 i believe all of our work will be lit a fire will be put before the fire of Jesus Christ, and what doesn't burn was is what's worthy of the Lord. Second Peter, I believe. I think it's Second Peter three twelve. Let's go ahead and turn over to that quickly. Oop, too far. another burden looking for the hastening in uh, hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be destroyed this is the final day when all those will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with intense heat that burning will consume everything nothing's going to be left no building no automobile no uh, Harley Davidson or uh can-am spider or any of those or um none of those uh atvs four-wheelers not your snowmobiles not your house not even your businesses it's all gonna be burnt up not even the roads that was overcharged and overpaid for it's all gonna be melt in verse 13 this is why but according to his promise we are looking for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Guess what? It's going to be the righteousness of Jesus Christ. 
not our righteousness, because remember, our righteousness is filthy rags before God. That he's cleansing out of us. He's making us like him, as Romans 12, 1 says. So again, if you're not going through refining, um, and by the way, that's going to be seen. When those miners come out of that cave, they were covered with dirt. When Jesus comes in, uh, comes into us and starts his uh, jackhammering, his cutting asunder, his dividing, he's separating what's not pleasing in this sight. He'll dangle it before us or hold it before us, expecting us to confess and repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry for that. Depending upon how old we are, he'll go back all the way to day one and to cleanse out his temple. If he's not doing that, you may not be God. If you're just doing things according to the world, if you're trying to please others according to the world, you are not God's um, used temple. You are not being refined. If he's not removing strongholds removing idols the thought of the love now when he's on the inside it's the love of those idols it's what separating us separates us from growing in our intimacy in our relationship with Jesus Christ it's like for those that are married um, we get to a point our spouses want us to go and make more money, but eventually that job will, in order to do that, in most cases, that job will become an idol. And it will take more precedence than your spouse will. If Jesus Christ is truly Lord and Savior over both of you, he will remove the job. He will not remove the spouse. If your car, if your house, if anything becomes an idol that takes more of your time, consumes more of your time, he will refine it out, burn it out of us. And the only way to get that out, most cancer treatments involve laser and laser is an extreme amount of heat. That's the only way to truly eradicate cancer from a body. And I am not a medical professional. This is all, I'm giving all glory to God because this is all coming to my, as I'm speaking with you right now, I'm giving all glory to God. I'm not trying to boast that I know more because I know less. The less we know, the more we trusting in Jesus Christ. Even our wisdom, even our stinking degrees can easily become an idol before God. Those degrees are nothing before God. He'll poof, he'll blow it away. That's what first and second, the end of first Corinthians and the beginning of second Corinthians says when it says the, wis the wisdom of man is foolishness before God, he will blow it away. That initially was referring to the cross of Christ. That was the only way for Jesus to suffer and die on that cross for me and for you. 
but it only applies as if if you receive willingly receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If any preacher, any priest, any pastor, any minister, any evangelist tries to tell you that you can make Jesus your Savior but not Lord, run from them. Watch your step. Try not to trip. I don't want you falling and breaking your nose or an arm. They are a heretic and they are from Satan, not from God. Period. So again, refining. What is God refining from you? Let him, let him refine it and make it more like Jesus. Love y'all.